0: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
1: Welcome in. Welcome in. It is Thursday. I am in the office. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And Chris is back from vacation. Yes, he sir. Made it out alive. Yep. <laughs> we uh we did survive the last few days without you, but uh it Pretty is soon. always better when you're here. So you, uh today is Thursday, July the 30th, and holy smokes have we got some big time stuff going on. Obviously, uh we're gonna be discussing football. We always typically do, but uh but today, lots of football stuff going on regarding the college football season. We're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about the Pac-12. We're going to talk about the NFL Top 100 list, and tonight we got NBA coming back. We've had Major League Baseball back for about a week. It's it's getting kind of ingrained. Have you felt like uh, we're kind of back to normal with uh, with Major League Baseball back? I mean, I've watched a lot of baseball.
0: <laughs> I've, I've
1: watched a
0: lot of it, and then last night I watched hockey. So
1: that's it. now that was nice to have back on. I, I was flipping through. I only watched a little bit of that. Uh, you know, had some. I had some money on some of these other games and whatnot with uh, with baseball, but it, it's nice to have options again. Uh, Matt jumps in on YouTube. He said, "What's up?" Michael said, "What's up, fellas?" Chris, glad to see you back. The uh, the the uni- Twitter universe, the winning cures everything universe, is glad that you're back. They uh Appreciate that. they kept me on my toes all week long, <laughs> so I'm glad I've got some uh, I got some support behind me now. So. Uh, Let's go ahead and do this first. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Make sure you go check it out. WinningCuresEverything.com has got all our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. You can find all that stuff over there. Make sure you are subscribed at all the different live locations, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Uh, If you missed the show live, obviously you can dive in there. Leave a nice five-star written review over at Apple Podcasts. Or you can subscribe and download at any of your favorite podcast apps. We are on all of them. We do not discriminate. There is no exclusivity with this program. So if you can find us, subscribe wherever you can. Share the show. out. tell you buddies about it. Let's go ahead and dive into topic number one, which to us is the biggest topic of the day. And that is the ACC finally revealed their scheduling model. They don't have dates yet. But they have somehow talked Notre Dame into being an ACC member. Now, we discussed this last week before you left. That was an option. There was the pod option of teams playing home and homes against four other programs. And that being the only games that the ACC plays. There was the 10 plus 1, which is what they ended up going with. There was the 8 plus 1. You know, this conference typically does eight conference games a year. That all is going on. And then, of course, the Big Ten and Pac-12 obviously announced that they were going conference only a few weeks ago. The Big Ten schedule is set to be revealed likely tomorrow or Monday. And they will be going division-heavy early. So we're going to get Ohio State, Penn State early. We're going to get Ohio State, Michigan early. We're going to get Michigan, Michigan State early. All these big-time games that you typically don't see until the end of October, early November, or, or sometimes the end of November, you're going to get these really really early. Um, let's go ahead and start off with the ACC. You've had a chance to sit down and kind of look at the schedule, see you know who's playing who and whatnot. We we don't get a Miami Notre Dame game. Not a not a fan of that, but uh, it looks like I mean it looks fun. I'm I'm kind of okay with this. Uh, how, how do you feel about this?
0: I mean yeah, all I cared about was is is uh, Notre Dame playing uh, Florida State, Miami, and Clemson, and that's that's the only thing I looked at. They are playing Clemson. We're getting that. That's a good game, um, and I think we're going to see that twice. Yeah. I Do think, they have divisions? Have they divided this thing up? How are no, we no, no. going to get a No. ACC champion? No division. It is the I didn't two think best so. Team. Now that we're going eleven, and, or well, uh, yeah, odd number
1: of teams. Interesting thing about this, by the way, uh, they are they're doing it by winning percentage. So. Yep. They expect to have some games missed. They are looking at this in that way. So that that was part of the fine print at the end of this. Um, yeah. I. But there has to be a minimum game played, right? And there, I didn't see anything about that.
0: Like one team can't get the Rona, and then three of their opponents get the Rona, and <laughs> so they play four games, but they go undefeated, and then so they're in. That, that We're not going
1: to have that, right? Surely not. I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. It it didn't say anything about that on there. Um, I'm looking at the website right now. I mean, it's well. I don't. I don't really care
0: how it works out. You can figure the math all you want. We're we're unless something drastic happens or I'm just really wrong with what I think about these teams. We're getting Notre Dame and Clemson twice.
1: Uh, this says all television revenue for the 2020 season, including Notre Dame's home games. Broadcast by NBC will be shared equally by all 15 institutions. Yeah, so So, Notre
0: Dame is going to split their revenue, but so they're going to lose some money here.
1: Uh, We think. I mean, well, they're splitting it
0: even; they're going to lose money.
1: Yeah, but they're also going to get a a taste of that ACC network. So, yeah, but they're only going to get a piece of it. They're going to get one what thirteenth of it? Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, no, you're you're right. They'll they'll get and no, they're, they're going to get, get 1 1/13th 1 of their contract Well, 1/15th yeah because it's
0: 15th Oh, 15th shit yeah that's right so yeah so they're going to get 2/30th yeah
1: that's it it's it's interesting
0: that's not right
1: so uh so the 11 games will be played over at least 13 weeks with each team having two open dates uh i'm a little confused it says that the season's first games will take the play or take place the week of September 7th through the 12th I am not sure why you would not go ahead and start on September 5th, you know, Liberty Weekend. Now, it says the 7th through the 12th, so does that mean that they're going to play weekday games? I mean, you wouldn't think so, but... Yeah, I wouldn't think so. I don't know. But now I'm confused. But hang on
0: now. ESPN notoriously has a Thursday night game and a Tuesday night game or whatever, like the Friday night games, and if those are normally lower-tier schools. If those lower tiers... are schools are not playing this year then just for inventory sake they might be reaching out to the big you know the power of five schools and saying hey who who wants a tuesday night football game who wants a thursday night football game
1: that is, that's interesting that is because
0: interesting. that's inventory for them you got to think about who's paying the bill for this whole thing and it
1: is espn now that's you're 100 percent right so well and and fox I mean, uh, well, no. no but ACC, Fox, Fox yeah. doesn't
0: have a Tuesday night game. Fox but, doesn't have third Fox's inventory is like four games a week. That okay? is true. That is ESPN's true. ESPN's inventory is like
1: thirty-five games a week. Very, very true. Very, very true. FS1 will do like a Friday night here and there, but, but I, I they don't have ACC stuff. So, uh, so yeah, we don't have to worry about that at all. So the the schedule, of course, coming. Out, yeah, I
0: don't understand why not starting on. Labor Day weekend doesn't make that doesn't make any sense to me. Pushing back yeah. any further is just not oh, – things aren't going to get better in a week or two. Okay?
1: Yeah, it's, it, why, we, why would You've you either not... made
0: this bed, you've done all your analysis, and you've said we're going to do it, and we're going to do it this way, and this is how we're going to roll this thing out. Starting it later isn't going to help make it easier or better or anything. Just get it going.
1: Uh, you, you've got that right. Um, North Carolina does get Notre Dame at home. I noticed they did not have North Carolina and Clemson play each other. And it kind of seems like maybe they are setting it up so that they get a North Carolina-Clemson ACC championship game. I
0: don't see and, that happening.
1: I, I don't either, but we'll see. Will Gomez jumps in. He said, look who's back. Uh, <laughs> talking about Chris. Damien jumps in. He said, what's up? And then Matt said, if the athletes are not in class and it's online, they won't worry about missing school or work. Uh, Tia3 jumps in and says, hello, mates. That's what I'm talking about. We got Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook all jumping in right now. So, if you want to be a part of the program, go ahead, jump in that chat box. It all populates right there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. Uh, Right now, we're discussing the ACC network for those that are watching the show live. Or not the ACC network, but the ACC football schedule. They are saying December 12th or December 19th for the top two teams based on conference game winning percentage. And it's all one division. Do you think there's a chance that if they do this this season and they like it, well, let, let, let's go with this. One, do you think they ever go back to buy games? Elaborate. Like, if they like this 10-game season... The pay-for-wins? Like, yeah, yeah. Do do you think they just get away from the pay-for-wins?
0: Uh, no, because I... I think other ADs are going to scream and these, this lower tier schools are going to need that money. And until the NCAA can come up with a a way to, to basically charge, listen, I, I think this is great. I think this is the best way to do it. I like 12 games. I don't know why we can't play more than 10, even if they're against good teams. Um, and uh, and I'm I'm a hundred percent for just everybody who's a power five team throws two million dollars in a hat, and that two million dollars gets ciphered to all the smaller schools that need help funding their their schools.
1: I think I, I like that idea. I really like that idea
0: because you know how much I hate that.
1: Yeah. Uh, the other question that I had was, um, do you think that they will eventually go with getting rid of divisions? You know, at division titles, I think, for some schools, that's kind of a big deal. But in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter. Uh, the Big 12 has already done this, right? They, they are, they've are they got no divisions. The AAC but they only,
0: they only don't have divisions because they have 10 teams.
1: Agreed, but that could be five. I mean, it could be five No, but per that site. wouldn't make
0: any sense to have two five-team divisions when you have to play nine conference games. So you're going to play everybody in the conference but one team? That would be weird. I agree. That, that doesn't make any logical sense. If they added two new teams, they would 100% go to two divisions.
1: Well, what I'm saying is if if they go this route and say the ACC decides to bump up to nine conference games and you can rotate through that schedule a lot more quickly, kind of the way that, that we assume that the SEC should be doing, um, I, I think, I mean, think about how many different years the best two teams in the SEC have been from the same division. I mean, it happens pretty regularly. Yeah, but those two teams have to play one another.
0: So to make them play again, it doesn't make sense. Because football is not a thing where if you beat the guy the second time, it shouldn't matter more. Unless it's in a championship game, it shouldn't matter more.
1: Well, and that's what would be happening here.
0: It would so be if- in a conference championship game. That's a bullshit championship. That's made only to make money.
1: Oh, uh, that's okay. You've got a valid point. Michael Fritz jumps on Twitch. He said, I'm just excited. It seems to me like we're turning towards getting some college football. Yeah, I believe that as well. Uh, Will Gomez said, if the tutors are taking tests before online classes, won't make a difference anyway. Uh, Terry Brewer jumps in. He said, what's up? And let's see. Tia 3 on Twitch said, some help. My school has American football equipment but doesn't let us use it. But when it's about soccer, they give everything they have. I want some contact sport. Uh, Romania doesn't let it do it. Uh, hey, so we got somebody from Momeny here. Any any thoughts on this?
0: Uh, so they like they have the equipment, but won't let anybody use it. It's yeah, apparently like locked under lock and key. That's
1: what he says.
0: I mean, off air, I would probably be willing to introduce you to somebody who might be able to break into something, but <laughs> not on air. I would never coerce somebody to break the law on air. That would or, hey. or ever
1: ever. Uh, ever t- at all Tia three or TLA 3 whichever it is I can't quite see it uh go ahead and hit us up on Twitter I'm at Gary WCE Chris is at Chris B hit us up we'll discuss that so sure Roscoe can break a window you got that right uh Matt said oh Terry's here oh this this should get interesting we'll see what happens with the rest of this uh this broadcast here let's go ahead and you know what uh, uh the big Ten stuff the division games being moved early you a fan of that I mean it's necessary.
0: I, yeah. I just want to make sure we get those games in. Yeah, that's I all. think
1: that's the biggest thing. And,
0: and this is and this is why I appreciate the ACC at least coming out and saying this. The SEC we think is going to go to conference only. The ACC is leaving that plus one game. <laughs> Them and the Big Ten go play each other. I like, didn't.
1: I didn't actually bring oh, that oh, up. The, uh, the uh, ACC the, the Big twelve because they're the only two. <laughs> the only two schools left. Yes, left. So, so Big 12, ACC, and SEC. Um, it, let's jump back into the ACC right quick. I, I didn't mean to spend forever on this, but I completely forgot about it. They have set this up with the the one non-conference game and setting up the stipulation that it has to be a, a team in your conference. And they have to adhere by the same rules that the ACC would. Otherwise, you can't play them. Well, this basically leaves all the onus on the SEC. Like, Hey, if you want these games, cool, we'll play them. But if you decide to cancel them, everybody's going to know that it was on you. Like, do you like you know the way what? they came out early? I
0: don't, I don't, you think, oh, so you think you're getting into a you backed out, so you're a coward move with the SEC? Really? <laughs> really? That's what you're doing? That's your move? Come on. I know. Come on. We kicked the shit out of that conference year in and year out outside of Clemson. Clemson can beat. 80% of our conference? Yeah. Okay. Well, I but, mean, I think
1: they could beat 100% of our conference, but Oh, okay, they regularly. have
0: beaten 100% of our conference over time, but they don't every time. No, agreed. Like they're legit ball games, okay? Like the rest of them you could chalk up WS2 unless they just sleepwalk through it or or something crazy happens in South Carolina. But But no. Okay. All right. Take that one school out. Almost every other school we have would beat the shit out of the rest of your conference. Agreed, agreed. So, so I'd be I'd be real careful with. Hey, it's not real careful. You can say whatever you want. I mean, this is this is just some some drunk frat guy just picking the biggest MMA martial arts dude in the bar and trying to talk shit. But that guy says, I, I know I can't touch him because I'll kill him, and then I'll go to jail, and and it's just not <laughs> worth it. So.
1: Yeah, th- this is political back and forth is all this is. This is uh But if I'm the SEC, yeah. you
0: don't care. You do you do yeah. not care. Listen, th- one of the best lines that nobody talks about from Game of Thrones is the lion does not concern himself with the
1: sheep. It just yeah, doesn't- You got that right. Damien jumps in on YouTube, he said I still don't see why these student athletes have to risk their lives just to have a season, especially when they're not getting paid at all makes no sense. Uh, Terry said because we need football and Chris and Gary need something to break down, Damien and then michael said risk their life i think that's a little extreme they can opt out if they want they're managing risk like adults the whole risking their life thing and you, that's that's you, extreme you're going to try and get me worked up here i swear to god uh, the the survival rate on this virus yeah. across the country is 99.7% yeah. that that is for all ages it's even higher for kids their age healthy 18 to 22-year-olds. That I mean, you're talking about a 0.1% hospitalization rate. If you see the one article that gets tweeted out virally or shared out on Facebook or whatever, you see that one article, of course it's going to scare you to death. Oh, 18-year-old with no pre-existing conditions gets COVID and dies. It's a minuscule thing, and that's never telling you the whole story. You got to look at the data. You got to look at the numbers and pay attention to what's going on. Like it,
0: and I, I and the part about them not getting paid, they're getting paid. That's why they want to come back and do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not above table. It's not above fray. You don't know how much they're making. Yes, exactly. That 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 also is true for, I would say, the bulk of them. Yeah, I think so. I Everybody's think so. not getting paid. I'm sure there's some long snapper out there that's still got to do his algebra
1: homework. But there's a lot of guys that are doing this because they, they need that structure in their lives. They need... Yeah. All of these things to get back to normal. A lot of them are doing it to try and work their way into the NFL or to try and work their way up the depth chart and whatever. Because when life does eventually go back to normal, you want to set yourself up to be in the right position. Take advantage of opportunities where you get them. Uh, Matt said, these guys are in good shape. They have a low risk of it. Michael said, I love you, Damien, but stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Terry said, let's get Gary worked up. They're risking their lives, Gary. (laughs) And then Matt said, never mind. i swear, Matt. I knew it was gonna get nuts, but either way. All right. So uh the the Big Ten stuff with the divisions early. We're off of that one. Let's go ahead and uh Damien said, I'm not talking about risking their lives with the virus, I'm talking about risking their lives with all the riots happening. I mean, I don't think we have to worry about that with the uh with being on the field and whatnot, because there's not gonna be any fans in the stands or anything. anyway. Matt Miller said, Chris is back. The headline is always BS there was a healthy 17 year old that had diabetes and 200 pounds overweight that didn't healthy. Uh, Michael said, I know it'll never happen, but if they never tested any of these players, I wonder if we would know who has it or not. I doubt it. And no, the majority of them are asymptomatic. Like we, we would never have any. Well, idea. all of
0: the college kids have been. Not, not, a, not one of them was sick.
1: Yeah. Not, not one. No hospitalizations. We, of
0: all of the sports, all sports, all sports. Sports combined, football, basketball, baseball, everybody who's been tested in sports, you're talking about tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of times. Yeah. One person had sick-like symptoms, flu-like symptoms that they felt like death. They felt like ass. And that was Freddie Freeman. And he came back and hitting homers last night. Yep. So... Either way. I mean, that's, that's a lot of folks to not just have this thing. and There's a whole, listen, I'm going to give you, we can't just look at death because there's a whole lot of gray area between dead and healthy, all right? I Agreed. live my life in that area, by the way, okay? I'm I'm as far from, I'm closer to dead than I am healthy, but neither here nor there. There's a whole lot between there. None of these people are anything but healthy. And that's, that's where you've got to say, all right, we have to look at this thing a little different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Terry... <laughs> McKinnon's in. McKinnon's overseas. He got to jump in. Terry said, uh, let's burn the, uh, this MF down. Uh, Matt said, I heard there were six cardboard cutouts at a baseball game that tested positive for COVID. Terry said, yeah, they were all at the Marlins game. Uh <laughs> Hang on. That's a, that's a story I wasn't here for, but, but, but I'll give you two cents on that since it got brought up.
0: Go ahead. The Marlins ravaged with this thing. I think we're up to
1: 18 now. 19. Have it? 19 as of today.
0: 19 as of today. Okay. Yeah. Zero through the rest of the MLB. Goose egg. One team. Now, that shows you the dangers of if we got one bad apple and he – he gets something, he gets a little crazy, and these guys get in close. But if for the most part everybody on the team says we're going to follow the rules and we're going to do our job because we're adults and we're going to stay away from this stuff and it's too important, then it seems to work really well. They're not in a bubble, and we're talking goose egg outside of the Marlins.
1: I will I will say this. The Phillies had two guys. Um, there was one that was a manager. And one that was a staffer that both tested positive for COVID today, and they went ahead and postponed whatever their next uh, series. But, and
0: that's so that's the team the Marlins played. And right, that's the well, te- those are the people that would have been around other Marlins. Right, but none of the players staff.
1: have. So, and Damien said yeah. two White Sox players got COVID over the weekend. Um, but yeah, but that had nothing to do with the with the Marlins. So, what we're saying yeah. is there are guys here and there, and they are dropping off and quarantining and other guys are stepping up in their role and playing and it is moving along fine. I mean, yep. the, the number of tests that major league and baseball talk, has in, run,
0: in major league baseball, it was over
1: 6,000. It was point. That they test. Yeah. It was 0.3% were positive. That's it. And none of them had symptoms. So, yep. you know, I think baseball is doing a pretty good job. Doing I thought baseball was
0: doing a great job.
1: Uh, Michael said, "Chris, what's your opinion on the Kelly suspension? I love that guy, but did you see his post on Instagram? His his Instagram post was incredible. So,
0: I, all right, I'll, I'll address to Joe Kelly. Thing. Yeah. So, there's I feel a little
1: strange about this. Okay,
0: I love Joe Kelly a lot. All right, I really do. He's definitely a guy that you want on your uh, team on your ball club. He is not afraid to go after people. All right." So he's a he's a great teammate, and I'm I'm for that. I didn't like this because I'm not a fan of this. The baseball traditionalists will hate me. I don't like the policing themselves and let them work it out on the field. That's bullshit. We're adults. You don't do that. You damn sure don't throw at somebody's head. He threw at two different players' heads. So I'm okay with the suspension. Anybody who's crying, they cheated and they didn't get a suspension. And he threw it at somebody, but didn't even hit him, and he got suspended. That's why baseball. You're an idiot. Okay, you just need to take <laughs> your brain and stop thinking that way. They were given immunity. Immunity had to be given immunity so baseball could figure out the problem. You don't like that they got they cheated and got away with it. I know it sucks. I'm going to tell you this. If you are so naive that you believe college football players aren't getting paid and you believe that the Astros were the only team doing this, then I can't help. We can't have an intelligent conversation between two reasonable people. All right. For three years, the Astros did this for three years, three, all three years, they lost at least four or five players to free agency or trades to other teams. Now one of those other players went to another team and was like, Hey, Hey, we gotta play them, and they're cheating, and we're not. We should, we should say something. We should do. No, they got there and like, oh, y'all were watching video cameras and banging on trash cans. Mm, we don't do this shit here. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. And you get in the batter's box, you go. One player. One. There's one organization I know of that wasn't cheating. That's the A's because one player went to the A's was a pitcher and was like, wait a minute, y'all don't have some system to tip pitches. Oh hell no, I'm not pitching against these guys when my guys don't have the same advantage safe guy. We're in the same division. No, we're not doing that. No. No, I'm calling somebody at the Major League Baseball. We we're getting this squashed now. There's been new evidence coming out year 2017, 2018 videotapes of the Yankees doing the same stuff. The ball the balls on Aaron judge <laughs> to stand in front of a camera and whine and cry victim when he was doing the same thing. If I'm accused of something, okay. Or let's say that if Gary was accused of something, all right, that he absolutely did and I'm doing the same thing, but nobody's accused me yet. I will be the last person to ever speak an ill word to him about, it, or, or to anybody about it. I don't care. That's just bad karma. That's bad juju. You don't do that. The balls to say I'm doing we're doing the same thing that they're doing just a little differently. Come on, man. You're not a victim of anything but being a baby bitch.
1: That's it. <laughs> That's it. The hell I love, with the Yankees. I love Chris coming in here hot today. I have been off for three days, enjoyed his uh his week out, coming in with flames throwing. I'm i good man, with- I'm
0: just I just know that too many people in baseball are doing the same thing. Okay, oh, yeah. I I know that they're all doing it, and do I like it? No. Do I want it to continue? No. So I'm okay that that we stopped it. But do I think that the Astros are tainted? Do I think that they're the evil empire that we should hate everything about them and they should pay some massive penalty? No, I don't, because I think half the other teams were doing it too. Especially you're a big market team with the money to put in the technology. All right, the Oakland right. A's don't even pay for Coca-Cola. Okay, yeah. the damn sure not going to pay for extra technology. <laughs>
1: Matt Miller said, All the other
0: teams, yeah, they're doing yeah. it.
1: Uh, Matt Miller said the Joe Kelly post was hilarious. Also, hitting in the head is stupid, but I don't mind hitting the rib cage. Never seen Korea swing that bad up until this year on a breaking ball. Uh, Terry said the Cubs don't cheat because if they did, uh, they would have knocked the skin off the ball. Uh, <laughs> Matt Miller said the Yankees thing has been disproven over and over again, but keep trying with that narrative. Look, they – It hadn't been dis- – literally no, 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 this no. week
0: there was new evidence that just came out of somebody sitting in the stands videotaping game, videotaping catchers. When
1: they say disproven, they're saying that Major League Baseball came out and said, actually, no, they didn't cheat. That's what they're saying. So, okay, the Major and, League and that and Baseball happen, said that.
0: And if I was but, Major League Baseball, I'd say the same thing. Yes, It's obviously. the same thing that happened with Spygate and all that other bullshit with the Patriots in the, in the league. It's, Matt, Matt it's Miller. the Patriots got called doing this. And Roger Goodell called two owners and said, Hey, I got evidence against your team. What what should I do here? And then uh, burn that shit to the ground in yeah, this investigation right now. Just end it now. Because we're all doing it. Because if you got to go deeper in the investigation, it's gonna get bad. So just
1: end it. Terry said, but they're risking their lives, Gary. Uh <laughs> Matt Miller said, I wouldn't expect great logic from a Red Sox fan though. So, those fighting words, man. Matt trying to come in here. I don't really I, know how being a fan of the Red Sox hurts my logic. Nothing, there's nothing about it at all. It's a fan thing. <laughs> he's he's yeah. a Yankees fan. Of course he's going to say that. It's fine. Oh, well, we love man, you, Matt. It's all good. Michael said, I agree. Everyone finds the competitive edge. I don't mind them throwing it, guys. That's been a part of baseball forever, but you can't throw it someone's head. Uh, Will yeah. said, sign stealing is one thing, but if you use electronics, you've crossed the line. Uh, but everybody's
0: using electronics now. That's the problem. Yeah. Is Technology's too good.
1: Uh, Terry said, "Get on him, Matt." Uh, Will, and this is Matt Miller, by the way. Uh, yeah. Will said, "Tell the NFL to release those Patriot tapes." Nope, no chance because then you'd have to release everybody. Steelers, and they, they burned and, them. Yeah,
0: why did they burn them? Why did they destroy them? Because they, because the Steelers and the Ravens and the Rams all had tapes on them.
1: Michael said, "I guess, uh, I guess Chris is okay with the patch cheating." And then he said, "This should get him worked up." And he said, "This is obviously the Pope Chris episode." Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine.
0: I understand. I understand all these things are such cheap, low hanging fruit. I get it. Listen, listen, I used to try to be funny a long time ago, and it's just easy to make quick jokes. That's fine. You know,
1: so hey, Justin said, or uh, sorry, Matt Miller said, I just hate the Red Sox. I'm just definitely with you, Chris. So that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Hey, let's move into another topic. Now that we're 30 minutes into the show. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's discuss a little more college football. The Pac-12. Have you seen this story today? you sent it to me. Good gracious. So, John Canzano at OregonLive.com, he has been on top of all of the bad stuff that is going on inside the Pac-12 offices with Larry Scott and all of that mess, right? Um, which Michael jumped in and said, we missed you, Chris. And uh, Terry said, I thought we were trying to work up Gary, not Chris. Can't you see they're risking their lives? Um, So, John Canzano comes out with this piece today explaining in detail how the Pac-12 paid the Los Angeles Times $100,000 in 2018 to give them positive press coverage, to write nice stories about them. Now, it is one thing to come out and just buy advertising, right? That's simple stuff. You can advertise the Pac-12 games, the Pac-12 network. You can advertise different things going on with your conference in the L.A. Times. It's one of the biggest store, uh, biggest uh, newspapers in the country. And yet, they paid specifically to have them, you know, fluff them up. It's puff pieces. Trying to make them look better because of guys like John Canzano, who are digging into the details and figuring out that this is a badly run organization. This conference has been run into the ground by one leadership group. And it's, I'm not going to say it's just Larry Scott. I'm going to say it's all of them that put him in a position of power. $100,000. I wrote an article on the website back when I, back when I did that regularly about the Dan Walken and whoever the uh, John Curry, the athletic director at Tennessee, their back-and-forth uh, text exchange. That was released through a Freedom of Information Act, all that kind of stuff. Media bias is real. And sometimes it's paid for, and sometimes it's just buddy buddy, right? It's why you cannot trust almost anything at this point. You have to take everything with a grain of salt. Chris, what did you think about it?
0: So I would like I'd like to actually dig into this. Okay. I don't know I don't know who has the if there is even a legal legislative branch to, to handle this, I want to know was a check written to the L.A. Times or was a check written to individual journalists? Because if it's individual journalists, I want those names because I I have Dan Wilkins' name. Okay, I now know that he is a worthless piece of shit that I I will I will never trust ever. Okay, I would like these journalists' names. I want their name so I can know to not follow any, they can be bought. That if you pay them enough money, they will say whatever you want, okay? That's all I want. With it being $100,000, I assume it went to journalists because $100,000 to the LA Times is really not that much money. I bet that wouldn't buy you a lot of advertising throughout the entire year's worth of their subscription. So, I you know, I, I don't know that. I'm, I haven't been in the newspaper subscription business before. I have, you know, no idea. I would bet that one hundred k goes more if you're going straight to a journalist, though. well, here, I want to know who the checks were written to
1: here is here's the deal. Uh, and I'll read just a short snippet of this article. It says most newsrooms fiercely guard against any interference by advertisers with editorial content, any appearance of special treatment in exchange for ad dollars, any whiff of quid pro quo. It's a tenet of journalism that the newsrooms are independent of the advertising departments. That's why word of the Pac-12 deal caused shutters in the LA Times' ranks. The Oregonian Oregon Live has obtained internal communications from both the Pac-12 and the LA Times that reveal new details of the partnership. The Pac-12, which long denied there was a formalized agreement, for the first time now acknowledges it signed a contract to provide quote-unquote advertising revenue to the Times. Uh, so it
0: did go straight to the Times.
1: He said, We interviewed more than a dozen insiders over the last 18 months, including Times president Chris Argentieri and executive editor Norman Pearlstein, who reached out early in the investigation, expressing a desire to tell his side of the story. Said Pearlstein a year ago, Don't let the Pac 12 speak for me. Now he is declining comment. He said, Emails, memos, and human resources grievance show how the Pac 12 promised special access for the LA Times reporter and how the partnership set off alarm bells inside the news organization. After the agreement was signed, Andrew Walker, a Pac-12 vice president in charge of communications, offered to pave the way for the newly hired reporter, a former Times intern named Blake Richardson. In October 2018, Walker promised Richardson via an email obtained from the conference, I can make sure you have all the access and info to become the best Pac-12 reporter out there. And then he laid out the blueprint. So, what it sounds like from all of the reading that, uh, that I've done on it, it sounds like, they basically paid to have their own guy be a part of the L.A. Times team. Yep. Now, but they're also paying the L.A. Times to have good press coverage, like good coverage of their conference.
0: This is that, a problem. That's a
1: major so, league problem.
0: So at, is Larry Scott healthy enough to where we can criticize him now? Because yeah. I know that's a thing. Like when he got COVID, you know, we all had to be nice to him. I'm... I'm I'm, I'm ready for he's, this guy to be fired again.
1: Yeah. He's, I, I was, look, just because you get sick does not mean all of a sudden that you cannot be criticized for the job no. that you're doing. Like, no. he, and, 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 yeah,
0: no, that's everything right. Everything that he, I've heard is, he he's, needs, he's he's fine. needs to be gone. Yeah. He needs to be gone. They need to clean house. They need to shut down those offices in San Francisco. They need to move them to Henderson, out just outside of Las Vegas, substantially cheaper. It's just, that this needs to all happen. And it yeah. needs to happen now. He needs he needs to be escorted off property. Now
1: uh, Terry on Facebook said all that money for nothing. Matt Miller said this pretty much happens everywhere. The media today will do anything for money, or sometimes they just do it for free. Yeah, like if they're needing access, et cetera, right? Well, um, yeah, we know they do it for access
0: and we know they do it for a lot of things. The the
1: And they do it because they I, just like people, you know?
0: There's well, yeah. I mean, but it's now that I that I, I, I would treat differently. If you have a relationship with someone, but if that relationship is public, then everybody knows that relationship is there. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's different. But we don't know that a check exchanged hands.
1: Uh, but we do know with the LA Times, we heard like we a hundred percent know that the no in this 12,
0: situation we do. But yeah. I'm just talking about in most situations we don't.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I mean, we see it all the time. Whenever uh, people are writing bad stories about the NFL or. Uh, when they're not writing bad stories about the NBA and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, it's it's people that want to maintain their access, that want to maintain their credentials, that don't want to be uh, in the crosshairs, right? So, you know, it's it's a shame. It's sad. Uh, Journalistic integrity is uh, is not found all that often these days, and this is just another example of it. Um, Michael said, these idiots in power in California are a joke. Too much money, too much time. Uh, Terry said, OB Matt puff, <laughs> puffs pieces all the time. Good Lord. Um, Matt Miller said, we're all hoes with our own unique prices. Some are lower than others. And that's, that's hundred percent true. Uh, I mean, I, I'll do just about anything dependent upon the price. I mean, I will see either way. Uh, Terry said, never be nice. They should have fired in the day tested positive. Um, Michael said, this is exactly why you can't drink the Kool-Aid. The media couldn't get any more corrupt. That's hundred percent true. I mean, it's just, it's, it's bad. It's all bad. Uh, let's move into some NFL talk. You good with that, Chris? Yep. Let's talk about the NFL Top 100 list. Now, before we came live, I... <laughs> Matt Miller said anything, Gary? <laughs> with an eggplant emoji. Man. <laughs> it depends on the price. <laughs> um, the NFL Top 100 list. Look, I... Chris and I discussed a little bit of this earlier. And I brought up the idea of, you know, should we really let the NFL's own media company, group, whatever, their own journalists, come up with a list of the top 100 players? And he explained it to me as they've got their own guys. And yes, they should 100% be allowed to do this. Patrick Mahomes is a little bit fired up about it because he was ranked number four on this list. Uh, Chris, I'll go ahead and read the, the top ten that they've listed here. Uh, number ten is Derrick Henry. Number nine is Stephon Gilmore. Number eight is DeAndre Hopkins, which, by the way, again, Jamal Adams was traded for two first-rounders. DeAndre Hopkins, Doug Johnson, and second-rounder. Just little Texans hate there. Uh, George Kittle is number seven. Christian McCaffrey, number 6, Michael Thomas, number 5, Patrick Mahomes, number 4, Aaron Donald, number 3, Russell Wilson, number 2, and Lamar Jackson, number 1. These are the top 100 players of 2020 per NFL.com and the NFL Network. Um, Michael said this is just like the Madden ratings. Who gives a shit? Just shut up and play. I'm kind of of the, the same thing here, but I think it does give a little... More juice to the guys that got rated lower than they than they feel like they should. The Madden ratings, that's just like a bunch of computer nerds, right? This is what the media that covers you every year thinks of you, which I think makes it sting a little harder. Does that make sense, Chris?
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that.
1: Tell me, tell me your thoughts on whether or not Patrick Mahomes should be irritated that he is the third quarterback on this list.
0: No, please don't be soft, Patrick. I like everything about you. Please, please don't be this thin skinned.
1: I was a I mean, little surprised, honestly. Like I, we, I mean,
0: this sounds like some bullshit Aaron Rodgers would do. Please don't go <laughs> down that road. You don't want to be like that guy, I promise you. That dude lives a super unhappy life.
1: That's it. Now, Matt Miller is saying, no, this is the players who rank each other, which is even worse. Or, no, it's the players who rank each Oh, I wonder, is, is there like a players ranking thing? I thought this was the media. Did I get this completely wrong? I have I no know. idea. Oh, no, 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 hold on. This is determined solely by the players themselves. Oh, oh. this adds a whole different thing here. So, even worse, uh, Matt jumps in. He said, uh, Mahomes has 500 million reasons not to care. Uh, and then Michael said, all these players vote with their own bias. Hell, some didn't even play Mahomes. Um, yeah, that's it. you guys are right. I completely missed on this. Good gracious. But, uh, so, Derek Henry at number 10, Stephon Gilmore at nine. I, I kind of like those... Um, You know, it it was a little surprising to see a running back up that high. Of course, we got Christian McCaffrey at six. DeAndre Hopkins at eight. I was a little surprised by that. Julio Jones is back at number 11. George Kittle at seven. Um, Michael Thomas, five. I I was surprised to see Michael Thomas up that high uh, for some reason. Only one, excuse me, two defensive players in the top ten. It
0: just tells you it's an offensive game.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could care
0: less about these ratings. I've told you that. I think they're dumb. and You know, if players want to rate one another. Media people want to rate people. That's fine. I'll rank anybody you ask me to rank. Give me a list. I'll tell you what I think about them, and I'll put them in an order. But but I, I just find this to be laughable. As soon as J.J. Watt shows up in the top 100, I'm out. I'm out. That dude has been in the league for too damn long, and he is not any good anymore. Okay? He's got like four good games in him a season. And yeah. we still keep blowing smoke like like this dude is one of the best players in football. He was a long time ago, yeah. okay? That was a long time ago.
1: Uh, Matt jumps in. OB Matt, he said, it's just something for us to talk about since we can't get real football. Uh, Michael said, Von Miller was at 26, so obviously this list is fake news. Will Gomez uh, wonders whether or not this was voted on before the Super Bowl or before the playoffs. Um, Damian, no, I would have done all season. Yeah, Damian said, "How the hell is Allen Robinson at number ninety-three? He's the only player that got the Bears' wins last year." Um, and then Terry, of course, jumping in, trying to poke your buttons a little bit, said, "Aaron Rodgers is risking his life. Show some respect, Chris."
0: No, <laughs> not a lot of respect for Rodgers.
1: That's I had a lot of fun with the uh, I had a lot of fun with the Rodgers stuff. Uh, Matt Miller jumps in. Todd Gurley's on the list. LOL. Uh, by the way playing a sport doesn't make you an expert there's no pro, uh, there's no pro football school they're just naturally gifted. Um yeah. Oh, here we go. It's voted for at the Pro Bowl. So it was it was right before the Super Bowl. Okay. I don't be- know that
0: that would have changed anything. By I don't the way, think so either. Because because the three people ahead of him weren't around at that time. But it's yeah, a popularity true. contest, I'll tell you that. I mean, there's a reason Russell Wilson got up there that high. Oh, yeah. Because he's probably the most likable person in the league.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. All right. Not that uh, anybody else is
0: not, but you know, if you
1: are ranking
0: football players just quarterback, because I have no idea. I have no clue how you rank an offensive lineman and a defensive tackle and a quarterback. Okay. I I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what that means or how to say one is a better football player than the other. Okay.
1: Well, and here's but, the thing: some of them work better in different schemes. I mean, you try and put Lamar Jackson in in the Chiefs scheme, I seriously doubt he would be as effective as he is with the uh, the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens built we'll an. Disagree offense there.
0: Right. We'll disagree there completely.
1: Well, I'm saying with the with the rosters the way that they are currently constructed, I with think the, that oh, wait a minute. he can't he can't throw the ball to Tyreek Hill.
0: He can't. He can't throw the ball to all those receivers. He can't run Andy Reid's most quarterback-friendly system that any dumb dumb who can, that, that can throw the football can run. He can't do
1: that. I think that look. I'm not saying he would be bad. I just think Mahomes is way better in that system than Lamar Jackson. Mahomes would be. is a
0: better quarterback than. I him. also
1: think that Mahomes would not be as good in the Ravens system as Lamar Jackson is. I think those two offenses are tailored. You are giving for him. way too much credit to systems. Way too much credit to systems. Maybe so. I, I'm looking at the way that the rosters are currently constructed. Uh, Matt Miller said, uh, I would just rank them based on value. The best ever isn't as valuable as any of the top 15 quarterbacks ever. Uh, best safety is not as valuable as whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I, I,
0: yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, like that's that's the problem. But So let's just take the three quarterbacks, okay? Okay. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than all, but than both of those other guys. He just is. He didn't have a better season last year, he won the Super Bowl, but he didn't have a better season. He got hurt. He missed some games. He yeah. had a couple of games where he played like crap. That happens. He's allowed to be human. That's okay. But, you know, I don't know. I got no way to explain this stuff.
1: No, I can understand that. Michael said, if football players knew how good other players really are, then Elway wouldn't have drafted Lynch or Osweiler. Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I fully believe that just because you're a former player doesn't mean you're gonna be a good evaluator. Because that we we've seen that.
1: Uh Damien said Aaron Rodgers can take that tequila and shove it where the sun don't shine. Uh Matt said systems work. And, and Terry said, Don't forget to like, share with your friends, and for the love of God, don't be risking your lives. Uh, Michael said, "Didn't Keenan Allen get butt hurt as well?" Called out Evans and a few other receivers. Yeah,
0: that yeah. was a Madden thing, though.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a Madden. That uh, was Raven. Madden. That
0: wasn't this.
1: Yeah, now you you got that right. Uh, he called out
0: the he called out Chris Goodwin, not Chris Godwin. Yeah, he, called,
1: he tagged the wrong. Chris dude. Goodwin
0: got famous. Uh,
1: Matt Miller said Russell Wilson is second. Uh, he is better than Lamar. We'll see one year wonders all the time. I need another year. Um, Yeti said. Uh, Yeti just jumped in. He said, "Your thoughts on SEC only schedule?" Uh, I love it. I'm in. That's all Let's I go. want.
0: That's all I want. these big conferences to play their own schedule so you can control it so we don't have too much chaos.
1: Yeah. now you you when got chaos that right.
0: hits, you can adapt and move if you're doing a conference only thing.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh, Damien said to be fair, maybe they had uh, Mahomes at four uh, because he got injured. Uh, totally possible. Uh, And by the way, congrats to everybody that jumped in today. We reached 100 chat messages today. Props to you guys for doing that. You're keeping the show going. You're driving content. We appreciate it, of course. Um, And then last but not least, uh, Matt Miller said three SEC teams in the playoff. And Michael said SEC schedule sucks because I can't see Colorado A&M. That's my only complaint. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it eventually. All of these games will eventually be made up. We got nothing to worry about. If LSU Texas doesn't happen this year, it will happen again very very soon. It may not be next year, but it, I'm telling you. As long, long as there's eighty
0: thousand people in the house, I'm fine.
1: Yep, you got that right. You play us right. with
0: ten, I'm gonna be
1: pissed. We are at forty-seven minutes. Um, <laughs> Matt said, "Did we mention it, or did we reach a hundred without any mention of murder hornets?" Yeah, that's correct. Uh, Terry said, "We all risked our lives, so let's celebrate a hundred percent." Let's uh, let's talk about this to close us out today. The NBA is officially back. We are. We are now into actual regular season, real-life seeding games in the NBA. We got two of them going on this evening. You got Utah and, well, the Jazz against the Pelicans, and we don't know whether or not Zion Williamson is going to play because he is a game-time decision, so we'll just have to wait and see whether or not Zion gets on the floor tonight. Uh, remember, he was gone for like eight or ten days, whatever it was. He was gone for a yep. while from the bubble. He came back. He quarantined, whatever, but he's, he's got to get back in shape whatever that means. Uh, So we've got that game first. He
0: was gone for 10 days, and so now he's got to get back in shape. He needs a mini camp for a 10-day hiatus? Come on.
1: (laughs) So that is going on. Come on. You can't make this shit up. That's at 530 Central Time, um, which is in an hour and 45 minutes here.
0: Sportsman closed down for five months. Now we know who wasn't staying in
1: shape. There you go. Uh, Michael said. Badass. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on, Matt Miller said, I plan on going to the LSU-Texas game this year and the Field of Dreams game, so this sports year has sucked personally. Uh, yeah, same here. We were going to – we were doing a big Winning Cures Everything Westlap Pirates get together in New Orleans for, what was it, LSU and Mississippi State? Yeah, the so, state game. Yeah, so we, we were planning on that. Michael said, WCE Post-Ronal Barbecue. Yeah, we can 100% host one of those. Terry said, when's the next live show? That way we can risk it all and bring out the Murder Hornets. Uh, who knows? Because right now, we like we can't go anywhere to do all this stuff. So, either way. Either way. But with this NBA stuff, let's talk about the two games tonight. Jazz and the Pelicans. Uh, Pelicans are a two-point favorite. And the Clippers and the Lakers. Lakers are a five-point favorite because who knows who is going to suit up for the Clippers tonight. I know Montrez Harrell is out. I know Lou Williams is still out. Uh, who who knows who else is going to be out for them, right? But I do mean, we know,
0: I mean, uh, the Lakers, are, are, do they have everybody suiting up too?
1: Uh, yeah, no, the Lakers are, are fine. I mean, I, here's the deal, though. They got Rondo that, that opted out. They got um uh, Avery Bradley that opted out, but, like, J.R. Smith is going to be in there. They've got... Uh, LeBron and A.D. both playing, right? Yes, both of them are playing. Okay. And Kawhi is playing on the other side. So, along with Patrick Beverly and whoever. Those, those are the main ones. uh And Paul George, he's going to be playing. So, the the big names will be there, but... I mean, we'll see, right? uh. It, if, if you wanted bets for the night, I would take the Jazz, and I would take the Clippers. i just roll with both underdogs because who knows what to expect. That's point.
0: it. Take yeah. the dog. Baseball, betting dogs for the first part of the season. Has, uh, the last incredibly week, incredibly weekend, first couple of days.
1: Yeah, making a bunch of money right now. Bunch juicy, man. It's been
0: juicy. God, I yes, love dogs.
1: Matt Miller said, I wonder what Gary would do for some Magic City Strip Club wings. Hey, have you seen the pictures of those wings? Those things are fire, man. You know what? All right. Hot
0: take? Not much of a wing guy. Really? Yeah. If I went the rest of my life and never had another one, I don't know that I would miss anything. I don't hate them by any stretch. And if they're in front of me, I will eat them. But, like, I could kind of care less. If I had... Like, if I'm going to eat chicken, give me a leg. Like, I would would dick around with these little pieces of meat. If I give me had, some food, man. If
1: I had give me a the thigh, choice. give me
0: something I could bite in.
1: If I had the choice of of one food that I could only eat that food for the rest of my life, chicken wings would would be top three, and it might be number one. Oh God, so yeah, no, it wouldn't even be top hundred. for I me. love chicken wings, love yeah. them. So, yeah. uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and roll through the comments, and then we will uh, we'll get out of here because we have gone long enough. Michael said, "I'm with you, Matt." Had flights and hotel booked for the game in College Station and no Broncos game. Uh, F-U-2020. Terry said, don't ask. It could be something that would never let you sleep again. Oh, the humanity. Uh, Matt said, I like a big breast and a juicy thigh. Uh, Matt Miller said, great chicken wings are better than ribs. Hot, hot take. Uh, I'm not going to agree with that, I don't think. No. mm, eh. No. Maybe. They're very comparable. Uh, no, they're not.
0: They're not comparable at
1: all. Michael said, what? That's about as un-American as it, come, uh, as it comes, Chris. Sign me up for grilled cheese for the rest of my life. And then Matt said, we used to wreck some wings. Yeah, Matt and I, the the year that Olive Branch High School won the state championship of football, uh, we tore up a 50-piece in about an hour. I mean, we tore through them things. So, along with two big-ass buckets of fries, and man, we... We we were we were tubby. I'm not
0: saying I won't eat a bunch of wings. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if I have the option, why on earth would I not grab a leg or a thigh? Let me that's, get something I can get a bunch of meat on.
1: That's a good point. It's a good point. I mean, you you got i I'm all point about here.
0: efficiency, man. I don't want to be dicking around with these wings.
1: Speaking of efficiency, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> let's go. You guys have been fantastic. Of course, share the show out, like the video, tell your buddies about it, all that good stuff. Make sure you are subscribed at all of our different platforms and on the podcast. Leave a nice five-star review. We would definitely appreciate that. Uh, Matt, of course, gets the last comment today. He said, meaty thighs. You got to love that. Good yes. gracious. So, with that said, Everything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, and social media platforms are over there. Um, and then, of course, if you have not paid attention, this Saturday is August 1st. All of our college football content will be over at sportsbookreview.com or sbrpicks.com on their YouTube channel that is where we will be located. You can go find us over there. We'll still be doing all of our NFL, NBA, uh, golf, UFC, what all of this talk about, you know, Popeyes and chicken wings and and ribs and what. We'll, well, all of this will still be right here. But our college football stuff will be over there. So, make sure you subscribe. Hey, if you got some
0: thoughts on those videos, I'm not going to check uh, the comments on YouTube this year. Last year, that, that wasn't good for the self-esteem. So <laughs> if you got some comments, hit me up on Twitter, yes. Facebook. I, I'm, I'm still on both those. I'm just not going to read through all of the, the YouTube stuff.
1: Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So you can hit Chris at YouTube. There's some nice,
0: not nice-ass Texas people out there.
1: Hey, you got that right. Uh, at GaryWCE. And you didn't even read the uh, the Clemson comments from, <laughs> from your takes. From before the national championship game, but hey, your team uh, did the talking. How'd that work out? I'm just saying, just saying. There were there were some not nice people in the comments on uh, that. Doesn't surprise me. No, of course not. Of course not. All right, you guys have been great. Thank you so much. Share the show out. We'll uh we'll go ahead and get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We're gonna see you again tomorrow